On March 28, 2002, a fun, thrilling, epic, heart-wrenching adventure came to us on the PS2. That adventure, Kingdom Hearts. Welcome to the Sleepy Soup Podcast. Today, me and the gamer Jake will be talking about the classic Kingdom Hearts. I am very excited about this one. I know you are, Jake. This is the one you've been really wanting to talk about. So... I'm actually going to let you take it away, and let's start with... Actually, let's start with what we've been playing lately. What else have you been playing lately? Well, my mom's got me playing Uncharted 4 for her. That is adorable. I actually love that. Yeah, she loves the action and cinematography of everything. It feels like a movie to her. That's awesome. Bef before that, I played Abzu for her, which is like a, an underwater journey. Oh, for sure. I have Abzu. I oh, love Abzu. great. It's a really good game. Is that game VR? No. Oh, it should be. That'd be amazing. I got like Subnautica for that, though. Um, I've been playing some... Uh, what have I been playing? I've recently got back into Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. I stopped playing that for a little bit, but playing a lot of Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. Holy shit. <laughs> Is that like an imported Japanese Tetris game? Uh, no. It. You remember Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? If you ever heard of that or played that, I ha I think so. That's like doc. Is that like the Doctor Mario thing? Yeah. So it's that yeah. X Tetris. So it's like two games in one. Oh, okay. It's made by Sega, and it's really really fun. Like it's a great game, and I recommend it to anyone who loves puzzle games. The gamer Jake, would you like to take it away with? everything introduction? the introduction of the series that what got me into it let's uh let's start right. with what got you into it and introduction and uh, introduce everyone to kingdom hearts one well my first wasn't actually one <laughs> what i would i had never heard of the series before but i went to my friend's place and his dad had all different kinds of video games with like, like 360, PS3, PS2. And I, have, I had a PS2 at home and he would always let me borrow a game whenever I came over. Okay. So I'm going through the going through the list and I see this silver shining case that says Kingdom Hearts 2. Ooh. And I'm like, what's this? This looks cool. It says Disney. And I see the Disney characters. He's it. like, that's one of my favorite games of all time. This guy got taste. And yeah, so I, I took it home. I played it. I almost turned it off because I got bored of the two to three hour intro. Oh, God. With what's his name? Roxas. With Roxas. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about Kingdom Hearts. They start out slow. Oh, so slow. <laughs> Like the first one, every time I'm like, I'm going to go replay Kingdom Hearts, I'm like, oh yeah, this is why I don't. But then I really started getting into it and the different worlds and the characters and the the combat just being some of the most incredible I have ever played on my PlayStation 2. And ever since then, I went back, I played the first one, and then from there on, I waited to play more as they came out that is so cool i'm so happy to hear that like it really it really moved you into like playing more of them yeah and even though going back to playing the first one was a bit more janky and stiff than the second one i still enjoyed it 
For but sure. as a kid, I, I couldn't beat and like the end Ansem. Oh my god. Ansem on Destiny Island was the hardest boss I'd ever played as a kid. It was the biggest. That and Riku. Cannon. Oh god. Fuck that Riku fight, man. I hated that I thing. Almost had his speech down pat because they didn't add skipping until the the remasters. Mm -hmm. Just it, remember getting stabbed constantly with Riku going, "Behold, uh, behold, behold." That's horrible. I remember doing the exact same. Ugh. Yeah, it was like my first experience with Alice. American McGee's Alice mm -hmm. kept dying on a part and Cheshire would just keep repeating about the rules of the diabolical dice. Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> um, I received Kingdom Hearts 1 from my parents because I cried because my brother bought a PS2 and there was like nothing for me to play because he was like playing Grand Theft Auto and shit. And yeah. then they're like, I guess they saw Mickey Mouse on the cover. And from that point on, I really got into Kingdom Hearts. Not much for the story. The story is good, and I kind of understand what's going on. That would be like a freaking six-hour podcast. Try to explain all that shit. Just try, try to explain the lore of Kingdom Hearts and Heartless and Nobodies and Unversed. Yeah, it just doesn't work. It is not. It is not a fun time to be explaining. I explained it to someone, and I'm like, "How did I say that?" <laughs> no, honestly, I couldn't repeat that if I tried. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Honestly, I just normally send people videos. So I was like, here, watch this. But Kingdom Hearts 1 was a very, like, different game for its time. It, like, really set the oh. way for, like, the action RPG series. Yeah, definitely. Like, I don't remember a game having that much fluent combat and being a real-time action RPG on the PlayStation 2. I don't remember anything being like that. No, for sure. And it's everything's like that now like look at final fantasy 7 kingdom hearts is the reason i do like final fantasy probably like even 15 going all the way back it's very it changed very much being able to go to the different disney worlds being able to just have donald and goofy hanging out with you being able to change into like monsters in halloween town was such a cool treat just shows the detail and heart that was put into the game Especially in 2, like, everything they did to make the world feel unique, like changing your um, co command menu to match the theme, giving your character outfits and changing what they look like. Oh yeah, no, it was so much time and effort put into those games, and it made it, it was such a nice, warm feeling to be playing them. But at the same time, it was also extremely frustrating. I remember the Tarzan level with the fucking trees... Oh. The, the vine maze thing oh my god fuck the vine maze sometimes figure, figuring out what to do could be a pain as well I couldn't find Donald and Goofy for the longest time in the first one. Oh, are we talking about the first like the first town where they're just walking around yeah oh god yeah I remember that that was awful but you had to just keep going through different doors I got lost in there for hours it got to the point where I actually turned off the game. I was like, I can't play this. Like, yeah, how? I did the same thing. Like, I couldn't find them. I couldn't. I didn't know what to do. I went everywhere, and I could. I didn't know what to do to continue it. I felt like it was broken. Yeah, it it was definitely broken. It was 
it felt like it was broken at least, but you just had to keep going through, and then all, all of a sudden they would just walk through the door too and be like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't even remember what I did differently. It just happened when I replayed it." Ugh, it was awful. And then you eventually have to fight the one in the middle. Yeah. Ugh, that game had its up and ups and downs. Was it in the first one or the second one? The Little Mermaid song. That's the second. Oh. The first one does have Atlantica, but it's not a rhythm game. It's an actual level. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. The second one, they turned Atlantica into just a, a rhythm game. Then they turned the series into a rhythm game. You know, a great choice, right? I know, right? Is that song even in the rhythm game? <laughs> I hope so. I don't know what music is it because I haven't looked at anything and I'm pretty sure there are crucial cutscenes to the story because it's told through like Kyrie's memories. So for anyone who's they, played they the series all these <laughs> it's crucial cutscenes into a rhythm game that almost no one's going to pay attention to. Oh, leave it to Kingdom Hearts. They also did the same thing with Recoded. Apparently that's uh, lore too. And that was every game is crucial with the story. Even they the mobile one. Are... Yes, even the mobile one. Oh my god. The the key the key that one was telling like Kingdom Hearts key was telling the story of the Keyblade War and the Keyblade Warriors. That's why they put every game into a single collection. Because before they did that, they would just have like like you just have to guess. You just they have would to... say names and they would say names in games that you wouldn't know what they're talking about. Like, I'm... when did this happen? And then you look at re like Recoded, and you're like, oh, it's the card game one. I, I loved Kingdom Hearts two so much. I can't wait to play the sequel. <laughs> Has to go buy 3ds. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the big one that came out after the PS2 ones too. That you had Dream Drop Distance, a huge game release for the 3DS only. <laughs> I'm so happy it's playable on consoles now, but damn. Same. I was so I was like so excited. I'm like I can finally play it because I did couldn't have a 3DS when I was when it came out. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember watching a lot of my buddies play Kingdom Hearts a lot, too. Like, yeah. there were people I would hang out with that would just constantly play it. Like, if I was going to a friend's house, they were playing Kingdom Hearts, no matter what. Great choice. It's, it's still a great choice. I bought it on Xbox the moment I found out it was coming to Xbox, and then it came out on Game Pass, like, two months later, and I was pissed. I haven't not bought a release or re-release of it yet. <laughs> I keep telling myself, nope, I have it on this one and I have it on this one. I'm not going to buy it again. And then I do. Yeah, that's normally what happens, right? <laughs> um, let's focus our way to the Discord. Oh, sure. All right. It's question time. Question time. We asked our Discord community what their favorite Kingdom Hearts game is. Jake, would you like to read them this time? Since you're the Kingdom Hearts fan. Alright, so we got, uh, well, Spooky says they've only played the first Kingdom Hearts on PS2, which is fair. Yeah, no, that that is fair. I tried uh, to get them, I tried to get them to play it on, um, Xbox. That didn't go very well. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, not a fan, but I understand. Well, three jumps right into it, so maybe that's a place they can start. Yeah, maybe. It's a terrible place to start, but... 
Drew said his childhood favorite was Kingdom Hearts 2, saying the combat was ahead of its time, which is so right. The oh, combat yeah. being as flashy and stylish and crazy and the amount of different attacks you could have, having the most fluent combat I've ever seen on the PlayStation 2. It was amazing. It was such a I remember when step. I accidentally unlocked the um, final form. Where act? he's floating and he has the two blades floating around him. I thought he, that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Well, Jake, that is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> it still is. Again, with all the different forms, like Wisdom, he'd be riding around and shooting out of his keyblade. It was it was so good. It was just it so good. Just amazing. Oh, but their overall favorite being Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh. Because it's a nice ending to the series. It's not an ending to the series. It's an ending to the Xehanort saga. They have said they are still continuing Sora's story, but the Xehanort saga is done. Okay, so it's like they're just moving on with the rest of the story. I don't think Drew knew that, maybe. Maybe he just played Kingdom Hearts 3 and was like, okay, see ya. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, like, a lot of people would think that, oh, this is the third, the way it ends, it's the finale. Nope, they're like, no, we still have plenty of Kingdom Hearts coming. That's just the end of Xehanort. I'm excited for more Kingdom Hearts, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm hoping they go more into the Final Fantasy side with the next game, because that's what it looks like it's doing with how the secret boss was an ending. Yeah, it was. The way it ended, it looked like you actually fought Noctis from 15, the original or the original 15. Yeah. Like versus 13. Mm-hmm. Being that, I I couldn't believe what I was seeing at that end cutscene. I'm like, <laughs> I know this. You're like this, this scene. I've seen it. I've seen this before. Rob said his favorite Kingdom Hearts is Chain of Memories on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, that's a that's a choice. That is a choice. Damn, I've never played oh, the, Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance. Not even re, not even a rechain of memories for PS2. Yeah, I've never played the Game Boy Advance one. I played rechain of memories. Never played the GBA one. I could not. I did not like the card system. Wasn't a I fan couldn't of it. Get into it. Nope. Yeah, it was not my I thing. I was really happy I got to fight all those bosses in like the final mix version of Kingdom Hearts 2, though. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Fighting the, or the hardest bosses ever, though, but being able to fight them was great. Hey, being able to beat them is better. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts is a very, like, very close to my heart game, to be honest with you. It's a game that I would always go to and always, always think about on a constant scale. It's one of those games where it's always like imprinted in my head, like Banjo and Kazooie. It's always Banjo Kazooie, Kingdom Hearts, Mario, Sonic, Zelda. Yeah. You know what I mean? As two is my favorite, I would say my second favorite would be Birth by Sleep. I agree with you. We haven't been giving any love to Birth by Sleep we in have, this entire thing yet. We have not gave any love to Birth by Sleep. <laughs> we got to give loves to our boys Ventus and Terra. And, and our and girl Aqua. Aqua. Woo, Aqua being my favorite Kingdom Hearts character, to be honest with you. Aqua's amazing. She's so cool. I feel like she's probably got the deep, deepest story and character in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, for sure. 
I remember buying that like version of like the remastered just to play her game, like the two-hour story. Oh yeah, same. That's what I did. Being that... able to play um, uh, Dream Drop Distance was just a bonus. Exactly. I wanted to, I wanted that Kingdom Hearts three feel. You know, I wanted I wanted to see what I was gonna get myself into. Yeah, I got it for Aqua, hundred so percent. It was so good. Back to Birth by Sleep. That game was for the PSP. That game was really great. It came with such a gorgeous PSP, too. Oh, the PSP was beautiful. Was that the Ventus one? Yeah, it was like a silver one. It had all the symbols on it. It was... Uh, that's the one I got. I loved it so much. That's awesome. Yeah, I And the, the amount of content that was on it, too. Just I played that for so long with my PSP. Well, that's what I'm saying. When it comes back down to the PSP, like, that game... It was like playing a PS2 game on a PSP. It was the best game on PSP, I'm just going to say that. Oh, I 100% agree with you. That and, um, I gotta think. Like, what Secret else is there? Clank. <laughs> yeah, like what, Daxter? Yeah, Daxter was a thing. Um, like, why did they give all these sidekicks to PSP? Like, what? <laughs> Like they got these like, sidekicks got put these. Put them on our lesser system. The lesser characters for our lesser system. That's so stupid. Um. Oh, Monster Hunter. That's. Oh yes, of course. Ugh, I loved Monster Hunter the PSP. I remember playing that a lot with my friend. That was a great time. I wonder when it stopped being a PlayStation exclusive. Was that with the three? Uh, the one on the Wii? It was the one on the Wii. It was Monster Hunter Try. Yeah, that one. The yeah. one with the underwater dragon, I remember. <laughs> yeah, it was that, and then they were on 3DS for a long time, then Worlds came out. That was the, one of the most exciting trailers I had seen at the time. Like, seeing Monster Hunter was coming back in its glory with these amazing graphics on a proper system again. It was a dream come true. Capcom knew what we wanted. And they gave it to us. They really did. And they gave Switch a version with Rise. Which, Rise is an amazing game. So good. I actually want to start playing that a lot more. But this is not a Monster Hunter podcast. This is a Kingdom Hearts <laughs> we, podcast. We get sidetracked so easily. Do you want to talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 for a bit? Sure. That, that was... trailer, the reveal trailer... I could not breathe. Yeah. That <laughs> I trailer. was actually crying at the end of it. <laughs> was that the one with him on the beach? Yeah. And he picks up the keyblade? Yeah. I remember like laying in my bed. And he picks up Ericus's keyblade. Ooh. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I screamed god. like a little girl. It was so great. I remember it waking up and seeing that. It was one of the happiest gaming moments of my life. Oh, I watched it live. Oh, and then the game was just okay. I know. <laughs> what did they do? To, like, I don't know if Disney said you can have the world frozen, but nothing else? <laughs> Dude, they did the same thing with Tangled. Tangled was at least a better world. I did like that one, but oh. the frozen one was empty. It had nothing. I hated with the Tangle and the Frozen one how they didn't even, like, make it its own story. It was literally the movies. Yeah, they didn't do an after movie like the worlds usually are. 
it was so stupid. Like, I do not want to watch Sora and Goofy and Donald walk up a mountain while Elsa's singing Let It Go. They're just like, we animated the entire song of Let It Go. Here you go. This is what you want, right? This is what they've been working on this entire time? Frig off. <laughs> they put, like, all their animation budget into Let It Go in that, wor in that world alone. They're just like, let us use the song. And they're like, that's all you can use. Yo, you know how they had Remy from Ratatouille? How cool would it be if yeah. you got turned into a rat and you had to, like... I was... I saw Remy in the trailer and I'm like, oh, we get to go to Paris. I'm so excited. Nope. You just make recipes. Here's this stupid cooking mini game where you press one thing and it's like, great job. I, it, it pissed me off. Kingdom Hearts 3 was a good game, but not a good game at the same time. For longtime fans, it, it kind of hurt. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean was an amazing world. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean was really good. It was beautiful graphical wise like it was it was gorgeous but like again with the frozen world you go up to the castle and you can't even go inside it no you didn't you can't go in her like you see the map that shows the inside of her castle <laughs> but you can't go in it they're just standing idle on top of the mountain like nothing is happening yo welcome to kingdom hearts 3 honestly it's like Disney just took away all their rights to everything, and they're just like, you can have the characters in the world. That's basically what happened. But you're not allowed any creative license with our properties. Only Pixar. Yeah. They're like, Pixar, you can do whatever the fuck you want with. Us? No. Here's <laughs> Monsters Inc. Have fun. We are going to be doing these segments called Blasts from the Past, which this episode was about Kingdom Hearts. So I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Blast from the Past with me and the Gamer Jake. Thank you all. I love seeing your love for Kingdom Hearts. It makes me happy. Yes, I love seeing everyone's love for Kingdom Hearts too. It makes me happy and warms my heart. For more Sleepy Soup, you can find us on Twitter and TikTok at Sleepy Soup Pod. You can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash sleepy soup podcast. And our YouTube channel is sleepy soup. Follow us <laughs> on everything. Thanks once again for listening. And we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode.